Welcome to the Virtual Real Estate Investing Podcast. This is John Plumson. I'm going to do a quick solo episode on our Q2 so far. I'm recording this on April 20th. And from an acquisitions perspective, if we do 30 days of due diligence, then 30 days to close, my Q2 results are, are almost done, right? So I'm about ready to start looking at Q3 deals. So I'm going to do a quick summary of where we are. I apologize if it's a little echoey. I recently moved and my office doesn't uh, have anything set up yet. So it's it's echoing here. <clears throat> but our 2022 goal for storage is to buy $20 million worth of storage. So Q1, we're right around $5 million. Uh, Q2, hey, we got to buy $5 million worth of storage, right? So... Right now, we have $5.38 million of storage under contract. Obviously, some of that could fall out, but we feel really good. We've got three deals, all between $1.5 and $2 million. Um, all three of them were brokered deals, um, but we feel we feel good about our price point that we're coming, coming in at. Two of those deals were follow-ups where someone else got... Um, won the best and final. We did not win. And then it fell out of contract and now broker uh, came back to us and we are now under contract on it. Okay. So let's talk about how we're, you know, one, let's uh, at least on this podcast celebrate, hey, we're going to, you know, we should reach our goal, which is pretty cool for a company. You know, we've, we've had successes and we've had failures. We've had plenty of ups and downs, uh, but I don't think we've ever really reached our goal. So it'd be exciting to actually reach our goal. We have a tendency to make goals that are too bold and audacious. We tried to make 2022's goal of $20 million in storage uh, reasonable, and it looks like we're on path to do that. Okay. So finding deals, how are we finding deals right now? What does our system look like? This is what our system looks like. We have an awesome team member named Ann that is looking at LoopNet and Crexy and other every other storage website that we've ever found. She's looking at that website on a daily basis, looking for new deals. We're also looking on our email, looking in Facebook group, but she's looking at those websites on a daily basis. Uh, per our criteria, right now we're looking at deals mainly in Georgia, Florida, Texas, and Oklahoma. We'd be open to other deals throughout the Southeast, but that's generally where we're looking. We're looking for those deals, and then we're figuring out if they work for us, then we're underwriting them, calling the broker, working it up. What Ann is also doing is we've scraped storage owners throughout Florida, Georgia, and Texas, and she's cold calling those storage owners on a daily basis saying, hey, do you have any interest in selling your storage? property or portfolio. And we're getting some some leads that way. We haven't closed any of those leads, but we've got some exciting leads um, that way. Okay. So um, this quarter, Q2, as I said, we've got three deals we're looking to close all between 1.5 and $2 million. What do I anticipate changing as we look at Q3? I think Q3, we're, we'll probably continue getting some deals like this because there seems to be a lot of deals between one and $2 million price point. <clears throat> I think we'd like to um, find some, some more deals that were the three to $5 million price point. Um, the numbers 
work better generally on those and they're about the same as Mana's work. Um, so hopefully we can find um, some deals that are a little bit bigger, give us a little bit more scale. Um, we're also looking to continue to kind of, uh, I don't want to say increase our standards because we're underwriting uh, very conservatively in my opinion, but be more picky about the deals we want and we don't want. Right now, if we can find a great opportunity, we're going to try to say yes to it. We're saying no to some opportunities, but we're saying yes uh, to some that I think in Q3, we're going to say no to a lot more opportunities that aren't in an area we like, or for some reason don't fit what we're going to. Uh, what about funding? How are we funding right now? Well, on our first three acquisitions, it was you know hustling to talk to as many investors as possible saying, hey, would you like to invest in this deal? And that's how we raise money. Um, we're continuing to raise money like that. And we want to make sure that throughout our network and our extended network, we can partner with awesome investors. But what we're also starting to do is find people that run family offices or wealth management companies. Those are just fancy ways of saying, uh, you know, people that manage their own money or other people's money. Um, we've got a few partnerships we're exploring with um, some of those companies. And basically what it would be is instead of having 10 individual investors on a deal, we would partner with a family office who would provide all the capital that all those 10 investors would. And then instead of having 10 partners on a deal, we would have one partner on a deal. So we're exploring those options. Uh, we definitely want to make sure we continue to work with individual investors, but I think we'll work with more and more wealth management companies slash family offices as well as we go from Q2 to Q3. And I think we might close some of these deals in our pipeline right now, I think we might close with uh, a family office, but we'll see, okay? Um, and what about the finishing aspect? Find, fun, and finish. Well, on the finishing aspect, we have Adam as our general manager. Then we have Diane in Liberty uh, handling customer service. And what their big responsibility is, is it's customer service, but what their number one objective is, is to drive NOI. And NOI is revenue minus expenses. Revenue is the rental rates and occupancy. So they're trying to increase occupancy, make sure our rental rates are um, in line with the market at all times, We're trying to drive those, and then trying to keep our expenses as low as possible to drive NOI. The big learnings we have there right now is we're talking a lot about our meeting cadence and how Adam can make sure he's communicating information to me and Frank, so we can be better informed for underwriting and talking to investors and understanding how each of our assets is currently doing. So we're talking a lot about meeting cadence, meeting agenda, how we're going to incentivize people on our teams, basically saying, hey, Adam, how does Adam know if he's doing a good job or not? And this is what it is. If our NOI is X, we say, okay, what did we project that NOI to be? When we told investors, hey, this is how we think this deal is going to perform. We have to compare current performance to that projection. We have to say, are we on track? Are we ahead? Are we behind? And that's how we can gauge um, how well that asset is doing. Okay. So uh, hooray, hooray, hooray. It looks like we've got a really good chance to meet our Q2 
goal as the acquisitions guy, the guy responsible for finding deals in our company. I'm working my butt off trying to fill the funnel up with deals for Q3. Um, For the funding side, Frank's working his butt off trying to uh, get as many great partners to invest with as possible. Definitely looking for some uh, family officers and wealth management companies on a small scale, right? Like, again, we're going to keep working with individuals for sure, but we're going to look here and there to partner with some of those people on on the right deals, right? There's deals that I think will make sense. Then on the finish side, it's Adam's job to become the best general manager in all of storage and figure out how to make our, each one of our assets increase their NOI as much as possible. But thanks for listening. And I look forward to staying in touch. And that's all. Have a great day, team.